You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You're tuned in to Pen Drop Discussions. We're delivering insightful information through genuine conversations. Never miss a message that's for you. What's going on? It's your host of Pen Drop Discussions, Tyler Parker, and I'm very excited to be back with you guys on this wonderful Friday. Today is December the 18th. It is a day of great opportunities, and I just want to take a second and let you guys know that what this show is all about. We're all about bridging the gap between mental health, spiritual health, and physical health. And if you've been keeping up with us so far, this week we've been talking about rejection and dealing with it. In today's topic, we're actually going to be talking about ways to beat it. So hope you guys enjoyed it so far. And if you haven't listened so far and this is your first episode of this week, then we'll do a little recap so that way you won't feel left behind and feel free to catch up. And again, welcome to the Pin Drop Discussion Show if this is your first time. And if you're returning, welcome back. Let's get started. What's going on and welcome, welcome, welcome. So today we're talking about ways to beat rejection. And so far this week, we've been talking about dealing with the spirit of rejection and just kind of being able to understand what exactly that spirit is, what all it entails and some of the psychological aspects to it regarding like repression, suppression, the ego, the id and the super ego and understanding the balance between mental, physical, spiritual, understanding the gates and the portals in which rejection can enter, understanding the different phases of life that it can come in and understanding that anybody can is subject to that spirit and you know just some of the information came from this book called destroying the spirit of rejection by john eckhart and of course some of the psychological principles came from sigmund freud and you know there were really good episodes this week so you know make sure you go back and tune into those if you have not heard them and today you know i kind of touched on it briefly this week about you know some of the paintings and the poems that i've been doing and you know i said like every friday I was going to kind of release those um, poems and paintings in a form in which it kind of honored that creativity. And, you know, just as long as I feel like it benefit, it benefited me to release it, then, you know, of course I was going to release it. Like my second painting, it was, it was a little iffy, you know what I mean? But I like it, you know what I mean? I, I look at it and I love it. And I feel like it fits the direction in which I was trying to get my, my mind to start um, developing this habit of creativity of allowing myself to venture into that uh, into that realm so to speak so that I could express myself 
in a manner in which was productive. So, you know, I feel like that is one of the ways that I have been counteracting the spirit of, you know, rejection and depression. And of course, you know, there's some there's some factors that could be like, well, if I post it or if I share it, then, you know, if people receive it the way um, that I want them to receive it or if they don't receive it the way that I want them to receive it, then, you know, that then that could allow the spirit to come in. But here's where I feel like dealing with the spirit and dealing with my own personal issues and putting them out on the canvas or putting them out um, some type of artwork or some artistic nature, it doesn't necessarily matter about, you know, the art or the form or the structure. It, what it matters is the artist. And when the artist releases it, it's like it's like hitting a punching bag, you know, and like going to the gym and um, hitting the punching bag back when the gym was open was amazing because it allowed me to get out tension from my my mind and my body and, you know, and definitely in my spirit as well. And it was just like it was a freeing it was a freeing emotion to be able to let that rage out. You know, it's like as soon as my um, fist hit the bag or as soon as the glove hit the bag, it was just like, mm, I feel something and this bag feels me. I feel the same way about the, the painting in a sense. It's not as um, physically exhausting as hitting a punching bag. But what it does is it allows me to put every single moment of focus into, you know, um, either a detail or into some portion of the, the canvas or some portion of the drawing that I want to make sense. And as long as it makes sense to me, it doesn't really matter whether it is viewed or received the way that I want it to be received, because I am the first partaker of this release. And just as long as I feel like, you know, I had a um, therapist actually tell me that he was like, you know, um, I was like, you know, I'm spending a lot of money on pin drop discussions and I, it doesn't really make me money back. And he was like, well, I mean, it sounds like it works for you because you're able to release that and it doesn't really matter, you know, like who's listening or who's not. And, you know, it's the same. So it's literally the same thing It's getting in the habit of releasing. The uh, military has a tactic called recalibration to where um, I've, I know I've discussed it before is you breathe in, you inhale for seven seconds seconds you hold it for three and then you exhale for seven seconds and what that does is it it releases you're you're taking in good thoughts <laughs> essentially and it's a part of it's a it's a mental recalibration and it's also a spiritual recalibration and you know that's also the process of letting go and it's also the process of submitting and surrendering because the the actual act of inhaling oxygen is spiritual because you are alive you are a living being and as long as you're able to inhale it inhale the air you're able to receive another moment of life and then when you exhale you're releasing it you're surrendering it you're submitting to the fact that you are living and you're in the moment and it's you know it's a peaceful thing like i know everybody doesn't have to look at it that way but that's how i look at it it's, it's not just a natural release it's a spiritual release as well and you know of course your your mind is a lot clearer when either of those two things are in action it is peaceful um recalibration works going to the gym works hitting the punching bag uh let's see any type of martial arts is going to draw out your your inner desire to be angry your inner desire to you know have, just be enraged uh and so to the point that you 
mishandle a situation you know what i mean so like instead of instead of you you know because the bible says be angry and sin not and it's like you are allowed in these martial arts or even in sports to be angry enough to be able to release that in a in a domain that is catered to that type of energy so you know if you're able to release that energy then what you receive on the other end is peace and you know that's any martial arts or wrestling or any self-defense class or anything like that or even going to the gun range i mean that is a it's, it's a type of release as well you know you have to find what what works for you i went to this uh suicide prevention um day back back it was last year and um i think it was last year probably around hmm, when was it was it um it may have been around september and it was they they had a station set up and one of the questions that they asked is like what are the things that you do to you know kind of cope with depression or cope with anxiety and my first answer you know everybody was like oh you know Tyler Parker reads books and I'm known for you know having a library and they're like oh you know if you want a book suggestion go to Parker and you know I was like oh you know reading books and I was like yeah reading books does work and it came to, it came across my mind last night that reading books actually does not help me to release stress and anxiety reading actually makes me more anxious and more stressed which is why you know I mentioned you know if you ever are in my vicinity and you know you see that I have out like 10 books on the bed or on the couch or you know I'm like it's clearly more than I can handle and it's like well I know I should be reading it like I already know the next I probably already know the next 30 books that I want to read and I still have a lot of books to go you know like I really want to get into biocentrism and you know beyond biocentrism and I have those some of those books here and you know kind of understanding the the way the um astrophysics works and the laws of physics and how it pertains to frequency and how it pertains to you know anatomy of of humans and you know how the mind works like I really want to go into cognition and neuroscience and cognitive behavioral therapy and you know it's like i already know <laughs> which direction i want to go like my amazon cart pre-covid was filled with books you know and during covid of course you know i got into cooking i was like you know what i need air fryer i need this i need that i need that and that but it's like how my mind works is i am only interested in reading for things that bring me some type of education that increase my that increase my knowledge so in any area that there's an increase, there's going to be an, an a small margin of doubt because it's like, well, do I know this? Like, do I, you know, is this something that I need to know? Like, you know, of course, there's going to be questions that come up, like as any avid learner will tell you, you know, the best way to learn something is to ask questions, not just to read it, to write it, to regurgitate it, but to ask questions. And, you know, nine times out of 10, that's like one of my favorite things to do is to ask questions. And, you know, growing up, my dad used to say, he used to say, I, all I said growing up was, I don't know. Never really caught on, but me saying, I don't know, is an opportunity for someone to teach me. And of course, you know, I, I love to, I love to be taught something. Um, not something that I've already learned. I feel like I'm bumping my head against. That is a pet peeve. But, you know, learning something new, learning culture, food, um, anything artistic, you know, it's just like it's an interest. It piques my it piques my creativity. Now, when it comes to reading about things that I am interested in. It makes me stress because it's like, oh, well, you know, where's my reading level at? Where's this? Where's that? The peak, the peak brain app was amazing because it was like, all right, well, look, 
you're going to take these assessments on a daily basis and it's going to increase your cognitive level and you know you're going to be you know optimal every single day and you know when it got down to i think i was doing it for like two or three weeks and on a consistent basis and it was like this is the profession you want to go in and it was like a brain map and mine was like severely under where i wanted to be and severely under for my age gap and for my age range and i was like okay well um hmm, I, that does not make me feel good because i'm like now i'm <laughs> second guessing like everybody's like oh you're so smart you're intelligent da, da, da. i'm like am i though like you know it's and it's um it's just one of those things to where it's a for me reading does not help me release the the feeling of depression and anxiety so it might be different for other people but what i'm saying is you have to get in a space to where you know yourself and not just to where you like blurt out the first answer that comes to you because you know depression and um, anxiety is a very hard topic you know it's like what are you dealing with and it's so it's so crazy because it's like it doesn't matter what you're dealing with and i don't mean that in a sense of you know your feelings and emotions towards it doesn't matter but it's like what you think may be small or what you think may be minute to you could be easy to handle to somebody else it could be the it could be the hardest thing in the world to take a walk in somebody else's shoes is complicated you know we each have our own crosses to bear we each have our own things that we're dealing with and to be able to express that in a way to another individual to say hey you know what? This is this is hard. I am dealing with this and not to have a response of, well, you know, you should, you know, find a way to express yourself, find a way to, you know, get into something creative, find a way to get into something that, you know, works your your mind, your body and your spirit is is almost detrimental because pacifying somebody by saying, oh, it's OK, it's going to be OK. You know, the sun is going to shine and, you know, give them a motivational quote and all that good stuff is it's nice for a moment. It's like a temporary high. It's like it's kind of like going to church and everybody is praising, worshiping and you're like, oh, I caught it. I feel good. But you still got to go home at the end of the service and work on you. You know what I mean? It's like that temporary high was good. It was good to push you over. You know what I mean? Like it's good to push you over what you were feeling in that moment. But it's not about that temporary moment. It's about continuing to push forward and do the things that, you know, that are in place to live correctly on a daily basis so that you can continue to push forward so that you don't stumble backwards. And it's like, yeah, the motivation is great. I'm saying I'm not saying to remove that at all, but I'm saying like you have to have a cohesive plan. You have to have a strategy when dealing with depression and anxiety and definitely the spirit of rejection. So the best thing to do is figure out what's going to work for you. Didn't mean to rhyme, but figure out who you are. One of the best ways to figure out who you are is to know your creator. Like whatever you believe, I'm going to tell you right now, I believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I'm going to tell you that I believe um, his father is Yahweh. And I believe that in the same in the same sense that he sent him that I am here for a purpose and for a reason. And I feel like I'm walking into that purpose, into that reason, into that calling. And I feel like my life matters. And I feel like investing time to understand who he created me to be, who he said that I was, who he said that I am, matters more 
than the failures of yesterday or the promises of tomorrow or the future. What matters is right now where I'm at currently. And I'm telling you the same thing. So find where you're at currently, figure out what's going to work for you because you know what worked for you five years ago might not work tomorrow or today. So just figure out what you can do because, you know, I have I, I have the Sudokus, some coloring books, you know, I'm like, I'm going to figure this thing out, whatever it takes. And you just have that mindset of whatever it takes to get better that does not trip you up spiritually or physically or emotionally or doesn't trip anybody else up. As long as it's helping you and it's not hurting anybody else, it's not involving anybody else in a sense that it would cause them to do something out of their character or do something out of their belief or out of their function, then I mean, why not? So with that, I'm going to end today's pin drop discussion sessions. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys continue to listen. Thank you um, for all the people that listen so far and please continue you to listen catch up with me um that's pretty much all i have so praying for you guys i pray that you guys have a great and prosperous friday i know i am today is going to be a great day of motivation miracles and it's just going to be a great day it's just going to be a great day peace control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.